for Joseph. Joseph, he, he grew up in a, in a dysfunctional family, in a family that so many problems had happened. As you can see in, the, in verse 37, it talks about how uh, they, they had some uh, family problems. But all these family problems, they didn't stop Joseph from keeping his focus on God. And that I, as I said before, God has a dream for everyone. Every person in this building right now, if you can hear my voice, uh, everyone in the world, God has a plan. And that plan fits in his master plan. God has a dream for every human being. Everyone, for every nation, every race, every ethnicity, God has a dream. And God has a plan for everyone. And uh, uh, we, uh, uh, we need that dream. And I want to talk to you today about what are the dreams that God has placed in your heart. We all need a dream. The dream is what motivates us to live our lives. The, the dream that we have is what gives us, uh, uh, gives us meaning in our life. Uh, the, the, the dream that you have is what prompts you to live, to work. And everything we do in our lives is connected to that dream that we have. And the dream that we have is what brings us the joy that we're looking for. Is that dream that we have in our hearts. And without a dream, that's why some people get depressed. They get sad. They get depressed because they don't have anything to look forward to. They don't have a dream. They stop dreaming. Your dream might be... Um, uh, raising your children uh, in, in the ministry, creating a minister, a ministry, or, or developing or helping a ministry. But we all need a dream. And today we're going to learn about dream, how God wants us to dream big on him. And let's learn a little bit about Joseph on how God uh, uh, dealt with Joseph and his dream. God gave Joseph a dream, and he saw in his dream that all uh, um, the, uh, as he was dreaming, he saw the, the sun and the moon and the stars all bowing down to him. And, uh, uh, and all the dream, the meaning of his dreams was that his brothers were bowing down to him. And he had this dream, and he shared his dreams with his brothers. And his brothers, according to the Bible, they hate him. They, and uh, his father, uh, he was the favorite son of his father. His father gave him a colorful coat, uh, which would be like a sign of that the, he was the favorite son of his father. And his brothers even hate him even more after he received that coat. But he, he had these dreams. And uh, his brothers were, were hating him, and that they were trying to even kill him. And we all have dreams, and when we share them, sometimes we are afraid to share them. And if we share them, maybe some people laugh uh, of your dreams. 
You know, when I was a kid, I was afraid to tell what I want to be when I grew up because I was afraid that people would laugh. Whatever I would say, they would not believe that I would be able to accomplish anything. And sometimes when we think big, when we think something from God, when we think big, uh, some people tend to look and say, you doing that? Especially is in our home. And as we can see in the life of Joseph, everything starts in his home. And the, the, his brothers were jealous. They didn't believe on his dreams. They looked down on him. They laughed at him. But he kept holding on to his dreams. It reached the point that they decided to throw him in a pit, in a, in a deep pit, and, let, and leave him there. Uh, but then... Um, they decided they changed their plans later on. You can read the story in the Bible on how his brothers decided to sell him to some Ishmaelites or, or Arabs. They, they were slaves trade. And they took him and they sold their own brother. And sometimes we see in our families on how uh, our own family members, they seem to be selling us away. And uh, I don't know if you ever had that feeling, but sometimes we feel that in our own family members, rejection. So that's what Joseph felt. He felt the, the, reject, the rejection of his own brothers. They all rejected him and sold him into slavery. And, uh, and he was a slave. And uh, he, they, he was taken to Egypt. And, uh, and as he goes to Egypt, and he sold into Potiphar's wife, uh, like, uh, um, Potiphar's house. And he was sold to Potiphar, and he started uh, working for Potiphar. And, but we can see in Joseph that he was not uh, trying to run away from Potiphar's house and run away to his family. He was dealing with these feelings of being rejected by his own family. And he was dealing with that. And, uh, and that uh, was uh, uh, crunching him in his heart, being sold by his own brothers. But when he go to Potiphar's house, he adapted. He kept his focus on his dream. He, he, he looked at his reality as a slave and said, now uh, in this new reality, I'm going to work there uh, towards the, the, towards the glory of God, the God that I serve, the God that gave me that dream. So all the hate that he had in his heart, he let it go. He focused his mind on serving God. And at Potiphar's house, he, he did his best work as he was doing unto God himself. And in Potiphar's house, he was promoted as the leader of all the slaves that were there in Potiphar's house. So he was the boss. He came as a slave, as, as a nobody, as a, the worst the, the slave that everybody looked down 
but he proved himself in Potiphar's house. He became the leader of the, the, the slaves. And that God wants to do to us. He wants us to bring us higher. Even if you feel that you are like a slave. You work for paycheck from paycheck. You keep working and you feel like a low. You feel like life is not being fair to you. Uh, you feel that your family is not being fair to you. Uh, the, 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 everything is working in a way that making you feel like the worst. But keep your focus in God. Keep your focus on your dream. Know that God is still on the throne. God is still blessing. God is still listening to your prayers. God is still doing miracles today. Hallelujah. Praise God. So that was Joseph in Potiphar's house. And he, as in there, he overcame all the, uh, all the, 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 the rejection feeling and uh, all that, these feelings. He overcame them and he became the master. And according to the Bible, he was the, the, the he took care of everything in Pharaoh's, I mean, in, in Potiphar's house. He would take care of everything. Uh, at, the, at the point that Potiphar only would worry about his food, what he had to eat. But everything else, Joseph would take care for, 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 for Potiphar. And uh, he had to overcome one more thing. He had to overcome the lust of the flesh. He had to overcome um, the, his, uh, uh, his own the, the temptations of the flesh. And according to the Bible, Potiphar's wife... She start looking at him in a in a in a sensual manner. She start trying to uh, to to lay with him, and uh, she start advancing on him, and he start running away. And we can learn that from the word of God. We can learn that when it comes to the flesh, we need to run away from temptations. Amen. Amen. We need to run away from temptations. It doesn't matter uh, how many Holy Ghost we have, how many uh, uh, rooted in the Word we are, and uh, if we are in, if we place ourselves in a position that we would be tempted, and, and uh, it's very easy to fall. And in here, God is teaching us to run, to run away from temptations, and that's what Joseph did in, in, in Potiphar's house. He ran away. And he had his focus on God. And he was like, I am here in Potiphar's house. I can take care of everything in the house. But not Potiphar's wife. And he ran away from her. And as he ran away from her, he came with a prize. You see, sometimes when we are righteous, when we are faithful, we still have to pay a price. And uh, it came with a price. Because she turned and she lied at him. And sometimes in life, we are trying to do our best. We are trying to live for God. We're trying to be righteous. And there is always somebody not happy. Somebody's never going to be happy. Somebody's going to raise against you. Whatever the situation you are, whatever dream you have, you're always going to have somebody not happy. And somebody is going to raise up against you. But you need to keep your mind on God. Because it doesn't matter if, if uh, uh, nobody's happy. We want to make God happy. Amen. 
Can you put your hands together for that? God must be happy. Because we, we can't go around looking for approval of everybody. You see, we want to be approved by God. Amen. And if you are in God, and, and those that are in God, they will see and they will approve you. So when you have a dream, your dream is the, the one that God gave to you. And you want to please God with your dream. So even though if the world hates you, you, you have to think that even though if the world hates you, God loves me. And God is with me. God gave me that dream. And that's, the, 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 that's where Joseph stands. He had his dream in God. And it doesn't matter the world. He, had, he had his focus on God. And then, so according to the story, she lied to him. And, and then Potiphar came. And as Potiphar came, he sent him to jail. But if you look in history, uh, 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 tentative or rape in Egypt would be punished with the death penalty. So we can see the deliverance of God right there delivering Joseph. So it's, it's believed that uh, Potiphar, he gave Joseph the benefit of the doubt. And, but he needed to do something. So he decided to put him in jail. And now let's look at Joseph now in jail. You see, in jail for, for being faithful to God, for being righteous, for seeking the will of God, for having the dreams that was in alignment with the word of God. But and even in prison, he kept his faith. He knew that God had the plan. He knew that God was with him. He knew that he, at the right time, God would deliver him. And even in jail, he didn't go to a pity pot and start uh, crying and got upset and, and tried to, to flee the prison and to, to escape the prison or anything like that. In, even in prison, Joseph stayed faithful to God. And he started uh, helping in the prison. And, uh, and then soon he became the manager of the prison. He started being the leader in the prison. Because God was with him. God gave him the, that wisdom. And even if we are going through the lows, you see, low, uh, the lowest that you can go would be like a, in jail. You, even if you go the lowest, you still can turn that to God. You still can turn that to, 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 to the benefit of your dream, to what God has placed in you. Even if you're going through those lows, you remember that God is there with you. And God has a dream for you. And, uh, and don't wait. Like a lot of people, they have a dreams with God. And they wait. And they, they're waiting to start their dreams. You see, they wait. They, some people think, oh, if I only was married. Oh, if I only had that type of job. Oh, if I only had uh, that type of payment. Uh, or if I only had a wife, if you're a, a lady, you might think, oh, if I only had a husband. But God wants us to start our dreams today, right now. Start walking towards your dream right now, even if you are unemployed, even if you are in jail, even if you're in the hospital, even if you have that sickness, you, sickness, you start the, giving the step towards your dream. A little step today. 
and another step tomorrow. See, it starts with the little steps. Sometimes your dream, it doesn't come like overnight with Joseph. He went through so much. Uh, to achieve his dream. And, that's, and, and that happens to us. We have to go through steps. God is, uh, wants us to learn patience. God wants us to learn forgiveness. God wants to, us to learn long-suffering. So when he brings us up to the place where he wants us to be, we are going to stay there. Amen? Praise God. Because we learn how to stay in the place where God wants us to be. Hallelujah. As Joseph is in there, in their prison, uh, we can see that, that he was a leader now in the prison. And, uh, and he had this dream. But he didn't keep his dream only for himself. He started helping other people in their dreams. You, you see, God doesn't want us to just have our own self-dream. Because our dream, the God, when God gives us the dream, that dream is not only for us. You see, it's to serve others, to help others, to bring, to bring glory to God, to bring people to God. Amen? Amen. So, so they, when he was in the jail, they threw two prisoners in jail. One was the cupbearer. The cupbearer are those people that serve drinks to to Pharaoh. And the other one was the baker. The baker was supposed to bake uh, the food for Pharaoh. So they were sent to prison. Uh, the reason that they were sent to prison, probably they were trying to poison the king. They tried to kill the king, so they were thrown in prison uh, for an investigation. So they were in prison, and they had a dream. The bear had a dream, and the baker had a dream. And they came and uh, told Joseph the dream. And Joseph uh, explained to them the meaning of the dream. And he had that gift. And uh, we can get that gift. We can understand the meaning of things because the Holy Ghost is in us. Amen? And we can understand the meaning of things, the spiritual meaning behind certain things. Because we don't walk in, in darkness. We walk in light. Hallelujah. So Joseph, he, God gave him the revelation what the dreams meant. And he turned to the cupbearer. And uh, he turned to the cupbearer and said, in three days, the meaning of your dream is in three days, God's going to restore your position with the Pharaoh. And he looked to the baker and said, in three days, uh, you are going to be killed. You're not going to be restore your position. You're going to be killed. And when I read this passage, I was like, uh, God, explain what is behind that. Why? What is behind that? Uh, reveal that to me. And God explained to me. He said, because I'm a merciful to the baker. I wanted the baker to be ready. See, God told him, in three days you're going to die. So you better get your life ready. Amen. So God told the baker, you get your life ready. You, you better ask for forgiveness because you are the guilty one. And you have been found out. You are trying to kill the king, the, the pharaoh. And now you, I'm giving you three days to repent. And uh, uh, you better repent because you're going to be killed in three days. So he told uh, the baker uh, that 
uh, and uh, but in the past three days, everything happened as Joseph said. The, the cupbearer, he was restored into the king, into Pharaoh's palace. And the baker was executed, just as Joseph had said. And uh, uh, just looking back at the baker, you see, he, by the mercy of God, he was told that he had three days to live. So he would repent. But in today's world, we don't have that benefit. Uh, we don't know our day. We don't know our hour. So we just live it at the mercy of God. So that shows us that we have to always be prepared. We have to be always ready. Always thinking that my life is in alignment with the word of God. My life is in alignment with the purpose of God and being ready. So the, the cupbearer went to the palace and uh, uh, back he had everything restored. And according to the Bible, he forgot all about Joseph. He forgot that Joseph, uh, uh, Joseph asked him, said, Joseph said to the cupbearer, said, when you go there and you go back, I know God's going to restore your position. You tell Pharaoh about me. Tell Pharaoh about me. Uh, I am here. I'm innocent. I haven't done anything. I'm innocent. Tell Pharaoh. Give a good word about me when you go there. You see? And that's, uh, sometimes that's what we do, uh, God is doing to us, you know, to be a witness of God, of what has done for you. You see, when you go there, when, you, when your dream comes to reality, when you reach that point that God uh, told you, uh, gave you to reach, God is telling you, don't forget me. Uh, don't forget how I helped you. Don't forget the favor that I did to you. Be my witness. And the cupbearer went to Egypt, to, back to Pharaoh. And you know what he did? He forgot. And shows how many people, they forget those that help you. The helping hands that help them when they were down. When they were beaten up. When they were in jail, when they were like slaves and they were beaten up. And, uh, and they forget those that helped you, those that gave them support, those that encouraged them, those that uh, 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 create a, a, a way that they would be able to go up and uh, achieve their dreams. They, they tend to forget. So let's not forget. Let's not forget Joseph. Let's not forget what he went through that prison. Let's not forget Joseph, what he went through all the slavery. Let's not forget the lessons that he's teaching us today. Because that message is for us today, to the modern church today, 2018-19. These messages for us today. Remember Joseph, don't forget his, what he went through because he had the dream. And he'll pursue his dream. And, uh, uh, and God blessed him. So later on, uh, the, uh, the cupbearer, he was with Pharaoh. And Pharaoh had a dream. And, uh, and he started asking people, what this dream 
means. And nobody needs you. All the sorceries, all the magicians of, in, in Egypt, they didn't know what was. What was that dream that Pharaoh had? They couldn't interpret the dream for Pharaoh. And then the cupbearer, he remembered Joseph. So let's always remember Joseph. And uh, he told Pharaoh that he was in prison. And there was a Hebrew slave that was there. And uh, he was able to uh, interpret his dreams. So the Pharaoh sent for Joseph. And Joseph came. And he interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. And, uh, and we can see there how Joseph was using his dreams, using his talents, using his ability to help others. He didn't keep that only for him. He, he was always helping others. The cupbearer, the baker, Pharaoh, and many other people that might, he might have helped while in prison, while in Potiphar's house. The, the Bible doesn't mention, but we can assume that, that he used his gifts to help others. And God brought him into the realization of a dream that God had. He became the second most powerful man in Egypt and, uh, and became a blessing to save his whole family, to save the nation of Israel from famine. Later on, we see all his family coming to live in Egypt, and they go to live in the city of Gosher, uh, Gosher, Goshen uh, in Egypt, and his father comes, and they all come to live in Egypt. And in there, uh, they, they fulfill the purpose of God. And Joseph turned and he said to his brothers, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And uh, can we say that? What you meant for evil, God meant for good. So all the evil he went through. So when you have a dream, God may gave you a dream. Uh, God lay in your heart that dream. Remember that even if the world meant things for evil, God will turn that around and, man, and, and turn it for good. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. Put your hands together. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, so God has given you a dream. So many people say, oh, I'm too old. Nobody is too old to dream. Uh, and we're not too young to dream. Don't trap yourself comparing yourself to others. God created you unique. You have a unique uh, uh, talent, a unique ability. And you might say, oh, I wish I was born during biblical times. Right now, we are living in biblical times. God created you for such a time as this. You are in the right place. You are planted in the right church, in the right place, in the right location. Yet, praise God. And God has a plan for you in his master plan. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't trap yourself comparing other people in peers. Your life is your own. Your journey deserves its, its own pace. Everyone has its own pace. 
So it doesn't have to be overnight. Things, sometimes it takes years, months, weeks, years. Uh, it, it, each one is its own pace. Hallelujah. Praise God for that. Thank you, Jesus. If you don't have a dream, you get with somebody that has a dream. Get with somebody that you can be part of uh, what God is doing in this world. Get with somebody that has a dream. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, and they say that there's only two people in the world. The people, they are part of the problem and people, they are part of the solution. So we want to be part of the solution for this world. And I want to encourage every one of you in here today. Do something good with your life. Make your life count. Make it significant. Make your life significant. Amen. Dream bigger. Be ambitious. Amen. We have almighty, all-powerful God. He, the creator of the universe. He made the whole universe. And he made you. And he is with you. And he loves you. And he cares about you. And he called you my child. He's calling you uh, into his for. Uh, forgiveness. He offers you forgiveness. He's calling you to his kingdom. Amen. Praise God. I want to encourage you. Let's stand if you will. Hallelujah. Let's say a prayer. I want to encourage you to keep your focus on God and the dreams that God has for you. Don't compare yourself with other people. Don't compare yourself. You are unique. You are cre a, a creation of God. And not just a creature of God. You are a child of God. Because the Bible says that all they are in Christ Jesus. He made them the children of God. You are daughter of God. You are the sons of God. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes. Oh, dear Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to come this morning, this Sunday morning, and look at the life of Joseph. Lord, an incredible account, an incredible story, and it, and it fills us, Lord, our hearts with joy to know that you is still God. You is still wonderful. You is still blessing. Hallelujah. Lord, oh God, Lord, we want to find a purpose for our lives. We want to find, Lord, that dream that you want us to. To realize the dream. You have a dream for us, Lord. We want to, Lord, we want to be in the center of your will. Lord, oh, Jesus, the dreams that you have ordained to your church. The dreams that, Lord, you have, Lord, for every one of you. Lord, hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to hear your word. And uh, the opportunity to be in alignment with your plans for us. We thank you. Thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Also, Lord, we want to pray. We know that the, the dream that you have is that we repent. It all comes down to that beginning. 
repentance, baptism, and infilling of the Holy Ghost. Lord, and I pray in here today that we all can come to repentance. We can repent of our sins, and we can be baptized in Jesus' name, and we can all be filled with the Holy Ghost. So we can start living for you and doing the wonderful things that you have created us to be. In Jesus' almighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So we have 10 more minutes break. Now shake a couple people's hands and said, remember, God has a dream for you. And, and you can come back at 11 o'clock for our main service.